catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History pile. Tie game with five seconds remaining. Balotelli. All right, guys, welcome back. Episode 19. Without further ado, uh, we've got a new guest on. He's been harping me for a while. Ben Hicksy Hicks, welcome on board, mate. Thanks, mate. Glad to be here. Uh, you finally got enough money to pay me, so looking forward to it. Liam, you're back. Uh, welcome aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Barry McCockinar. Corey is I'm back. Here. Hello. Hello, everyone. We won't go into that nickname. Plenty of sport happened. We covered a lot on Monday, but we've had the NBA over the last couple of days, boys. How have we seen that? Uh, Miami was shit. Yeah. No field goal in the first eight and a half minutes. This is not going to do much for you, is it? Correct. And their starters had 18 points between them for the whole game, and they scored 82 uh, for the full game. So yeah, it's pretty rubbish. Quick math, what's that, Liam? What, 64 for the, yeah, for the 64 bench. for the bench. Yeah. yeah. 63, but that's okay. Tatum went on again to have 31 points and was selected in the first All-NBA team today. Very similar to our team. Did we pick LeBron in the end? Yes. No, you and you and Liam did. I didn't. No, I deservedly got there. No. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, no. All right, Barry, settle down. <laughs> None of them had huge games, but obviously the game was over early, so obviously the... The third string play has come out there, but today's game is very interesting. It looked like it was done and gone. I watched it on my lunch break and they were down by 29 points, the Warriors, that is, were. And I go, no, this is over, and they come storming home, but too little, too late. Mm, it was. It was a good. Um, who, Luca played well, didn't he? Yeah. What did he get? Did he get end up 30 and 14 or something? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Jalen Brunson played Don't well. put Reggie Bullock in. Don't put him in your multi. Uh, we did put him in, and he got up. So yes, shut up. Just reiterating, Corey, <laughs> today. So add a bit of a multi between us. My legs got up as per usual. Who ended up failing us? Was it both of you? Yeah, I had Curry for three threes. He yeah. shot two from about seven, I think, or two from six. I had Looney for eight boards, and he didn't come back in after like halfway through the third. Which first time in the whole Yeah, he's been playing series. both. Playing he six of, boards yeah. as well. He only needed yeah. two. Oh, smells. Anyway, uh, on to the next one. Yeah, they but they look – the Mavs obviously 3-1. Like, it's very, very – if they win that from near, that would be the biggest series win ever, wouldn't it? Well, Correct. It's, it's never been done before. Zero and 146, I'm pretty sure, teams who are 3-0 down in the playoffs. So, I don't see it happening. Luke, I think it'll be over next game. Tattoo gate? No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean as in – If Mavs win? No, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing myself the stress. Anyone? Tattoo game? Uh, not a chance. <laughs> Don't call him. I'm not doing it, no. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll put my tattoo on the line. I'll stand up and I'll get a some sort of Luka Doncic on my ass. If uh, we we want Boban. We want a life-sized hand print of Boban on your ass. Fuck it, to cover both cheeks. <laughs> Don't mind that. But I will. I'll pledge now if the Mavs win this series, I'll get a Dallas Mavericks tattoo of some sort. And or Luka Doncic, we'll work out the logistics later, but it's never been done before. So yeah, dude, it's going to happen. So yep. yeah, 
It's like it? North Melbourne versus Melbourne the other week. And West Coast versus Melbourne too. Yeah. You're pretty it. safe ones. How's it been being a D supporter over the last four months? It actually has been pretty nice, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. It feels real good to just know each week that you just kind of absolutely pants the team you're versing, so it is nice. Uh, Heat and Celtics, we touched on it the other day. Was it, what was it, 2-1 at that stage? It's 2-0. Two 2-0 all. Two all now. Yep. Um, any changing in opinions or pretty straight down the line? Yeah, I, I actually don't know now. It's just one of those games that they seem to – I'm not sure if this is correct, but I don't think a team has, or they're both. They're, no, sorry, this is correct. They both won one each at home, but it's whoever wins. You know, it's one uh, Celtics win, then the Heat win, Celtics win, Heat win. Like it's just going back and forth. So uh, hard to pick one at the moment. I still think, yeah, Celtics top end talent will probably just get them there. Yeah, I agree. Well, Hicks is a Celtics man, so I think he agrees as well. Yep, Celtics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin Garnett for player of the series. Paul Pierce still around? <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't shit himself. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, that's good. Um, we've got the Champions League final on this weekend, which I'm sure you boys are all around it. Oh, yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Love Liverpool, yep. Yep, so now that will be interesting. Um, Mbappe was supposed to sign for Real Madrid on a whopping amount of money. He was going to get paid $100 million just in transfer fees for himself. But he's decided to stay at PSG until further notice. I don't know how long the contract in Australian dollars is on $1.5 million a week. A week. A week. A week. I won't earn that in my lifetime. No, you won't. Correct. No, you won't. (laughs) Exactly right, Janitor. So we do actually have a janitor here with us. He taught me the ropes. Yeah, just here to clean things up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we can Cody off the podcast. Plenty of to dissect in the AFL. We're going to come up with a multi throughout the week. No success yet. Our lock for the draw last week didn't hit, which I'm shocked. But uh, we'll come back with one for sure. Um, we'll take a look into that. Um, maybe some other sports that we can think of off the top of our head. For now, we'll go to an ad break and uh, we'll be back after this. Shut up. We're back. We're back. Shut up, Corey. <laughs> AFL time. Uh, righto. So Friday night, again, uh, Thursday night games. I miss them. Same. I think they're quality to have um, five games on Saturdays too much. You know, the two games at the same time um, around 2 o'clock and then the two games at, you know, 7 to 8 o'clock as well. Don't like the overlap, but it is what it is. I wish Thursday night game, you know, they're coming back from rounds 13 to 19, I think, and then we've got the rolling fixture again after that. So interesting to see how that goes. Um, first game of the round, we've got Sydney and Richmond, who I have put a little punt on for the faithful. The chief financial officer is going to put his name to this one. So patent pending, feel free to get into him in the comments on Instagram or whatever it is because – he thinks he's the oracle himself, so let's see. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the clapping button on the, on the mixer? Right, eh? So, well, I guess we'll just give you our tips first. Who do we think? Uh, yeah, SCG, yep. um, Sydney is seventh, Richmond eighth. Richmond have got some good form. Sydney have been a bit up and down. Where do you like, How do you see it playing out? Sydney have played a lot of Friday night games. Yeah, a lot of a games lot. at the SCG, I yeah. feel. So uh, for me, it's going to be probably Sydney by, I don't know, two to three goals. Um, I think Richmond, I think Lynch is out this week. 
after he kicked four points last week and got injured. So, yeah, I, do, I, I see Sydney being too strong, I reckon. Yeah, I see Sydney beating them up there by 14 points. Yeah, Sydney for me too, four goals. Yeah, I'll go the other way and I'll take Richmond by 25. I think they've just got the form and they'll play well on Friday night as they usually do. Five on the trot that will be. Yes. So looking at the multi, we've got a little five-legger for everyone to fill up on Friday. And if it, you know, like I said, if it doesn't get up, just fill up again Saturday and just have another game. (laughs) Shut in. (laughs) So... Uh, two blokes to get 25. We've got Jaden Short from the Tigs. Um, had a down week last week. He's paying pretty decent money for 25. And Callum Mills to get 25 as well. Um, he puts his hand up every week. Is he captain? Yeah, he's a captain. Yeah, so um, another very good player. And then we've got Nick Vlastuin or <laughs> Vlostone or however you say it. Nicky V. Nicky V. <laughs> Gary V. Nicky v. <laughs> uh, for 20. Um that's that's good value there as well, I think. Um, and then we've got two blokes to kick a goal, Heaney and Bolton. So two blokes who put their hand up each week and kick, kick a snag or two each. Bolton's a gun. Yeah, and so is Heaney. So yeah, I'll back both. them both, um, both to get to get one. So that's paying 420. So Power played? Uh, not power played. That uh, would be 450 on the power play. So get in and, yes, stack up before that. You know, all those markets start coming down with everyone getting on that. Love your work, yeah. mate. Love your work. Uh, moving on to Saturday. Before you move on. Yeah, go on. If Buddy goes to Sydney next year. Buddy? Uh, Buddy. Buddy's there. Sorry, Dusty. If he goes there, does that make Sydney nearly favourites for the flag next year? Oh, it'd be huge. It's oh, a good question. Depends, I think, depends I think, what they give up. I think Melbourne's going to have a big tenure at the top, to be honest. Like, I can't see them losing many games in the next three years. Mm. Well, you, three years is a three long years time. Three years is a long time, but they've still got some young, like good young players. Like Clayton Oliver's only 20, what, four? Yeah, Petrarca's 25, I think. And they're just, just probably, you could say, physically hitting their straps as mm. footballers now, like at, at that age. You've got to think about it, though. Melbourne haven't had any big injuries over the last couple of years. They've had a really healthy list. You had blokes miss out like Nathan Jones last year. So I do agree with you, though. I just think Melbourne will be up at the top four, at least, for the next couple of years. But... To answer your question, Hicksie, I reckon that'd be he's still got a few good years left in him, so I definitely agree on that. Righto, moving on to Saturday. Um yeah, Marination Station game if you had a view Friday night and got up <laughs> on the on the Friday night multi as well. Dap day dogs. <laughs> so uh Brisbane and GWS at the Gabatoir. Uh I think Brisbane will really uh Rain on Mark McVay's parade a little bit and hand him his first loss, and I think it might be in a big way too. Yeah, Brisbane are one of those real offensive sides too. They stack up a big score. Yeah, so. they, are. they can bang them on real quick. I think Mark McVay had a really good start against a poor side last week. It was good to see some um, players like Cornelio get some good form back, even if it was against a West Coast side. Um, but yeah, I think Brisbane bring him back to earth up there. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know, 45 points. Yeah, I'm going Brisbane as well. Um, and no Matt DeBoer for Giants is huge because Lockie Neal, I reckon, is going to have 40-plus. Paying eight bucks, that. Good, good value for Grand Lockie Neal. <laughs> Cobra bucks. Just roll the winnings from the Friday night into Lockie Neal. Correct, correct. <laughs> is, is Mystic Milne going to go to the Giants here? I don't think he is. I think... Who? Mystic Milne. Who's that? Who? Well, if you listened to the episode last week, which all our lovely listeners have... I tipped Hawthorne to beat Brisbane last week, and oh shit, they did. So 
I'm not going to tip the Giants though. I'm going to save it for later on. But they will be a lot better than what you think. I reckon that that running gun sort of a style, which we, you talked about last week, Liam. Uh, I reckon they'll be scoring pretty heavily. So I think Brisbane win by probably three goals, but they'll give them they'll give them a good run. Righto. Uh, same time, different state. Geelong taking on Adelaide. Uh, yeah, I think Geelong will win that comfortably. Yep. I think so too. I think Geelong 50-plus for me. I'll go with Geelong by 45. I agree. I reckon um, Adelaide are in a bit of strife at the moment by the looks. Yeah, I'm Geelong as well. And if you're a Adelaide coach, do you put more time into Hawkins or Cameron? Cameron. Both. Cameron. <laughs> Ca- no, if you can. Cameron, I believe, because Cameron exerts that much energy around the ground. You need, you need to put two blokes on him the way he works. He played, he played a bit of midfield last week, didn't he? 24 touches. 24 yeah. touches. Tom Hawkins, though, a lot of score involvements. Yeah. He's that bloke who'll kill you from 70 metres out no matter what he tries to do. There's so no easy answer. No, there's not. Stuffed either way. Yeah, yeah, so it's you got to have a real elite defence. You know, Melbourne probably stack up all right. They've got the two, two big, like Lever and May and Petty and a lot of good ball users. But Adelaide, um, yeah, not, not quite at that level. Yeah, uh, and Paul yeah. Riccardi as well. He's been really good the last couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, sorry about uh, that, folks. Moving on, uh, Melbourne and the Dokers at the MCG, and from what the forecast looks like, it looks like it's going to be a wet one. So, bad luck, Dockers. Uh, don't think they've got the roof on at the MCG yet. So, uh, might be. Got the tarps over the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's going to be a drubbing. For the Dockers, well, probably won't be high scoring, but I think Melbourne will probably double their score, eighty to forty or something of the like, yep. like that. Yep, I agree with that. I think Melbourne are going to win forty plus. Oh, like they don't t- they don't tend to flog teams, Melbourne, but they tend to beat them quite easily by like a like a comfortable margin of forty to sixty points. If that's, I feel like that's their flogging in a way, um, as they're not a high scoring team in that regard. But um, yeah, I'd say Melbourne by about fifty points. I agree as well. Just Melbourne, keep on keeping on, and yeah, forty points. A few weeks ago, if you looked at that game and you seen Freo was seven and one, you go, they might be the team to knock off their undefeated streak. But they've been porridge the last couple of weeks, so completely agree on the scoring front. And oh yeah, probably Melbourne by six goals. Very good. So the night time games on Saturday, there are actually some very big uh, big betting odds in the first four games on Saturday. Most every team's a dollar twenty or less in the favourites column. Um, so Bulldogs paying a dollar seven to beat West Coast in West Coast at paying eight fifty. Dogs will win that uh, fifty plus. I'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dogs easy. Yeah, dogs. Yeah, I'd say fifty plus. I think dogs put same teams to the sword a bit. Yeah, you know, if they they get a sniff, they're going to bury you. So yeah, haven't seen a percentage like this since the teams got introduced to the AFL. They're on like fifty one percent, I think, or something. So yep. West Coast in strife. Agreed. I think GWS. Have the, are the only team in history to have less, and that was in their first year at 46 or something. Yeah, and they had a bunch of 18-year-olds running around. Uh, and then the last game will actually be a good game up at Metricon. we got Gold Coast taking on the Hawks. Will be a good game. Will. I think that's, Is that the game of the round? I think that's game of the day at least. Oh, it's, it's pretty easy. Oh, Sydney, Sydney Richmond will be all right. Sydney Richmond, Collingwood Carlton, yeah. which we'll get into, will be good. Um, but, yeah, Gold Coast and Hawks will probably be – well, that's the closest odds – for the week, so the bookies are back in that one to be the closest game. Yeah, oh, I think I actually think Gold Coast to win this. Where is it at Metricon? 
Yeah, okay. no, it's in Darwin. It's in Darwin. 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 Yeah, right. Oh, um, I still think Gold Coast will win this. Um, and I reckon Took has a huge one. Oh, I hope so. Huge game. Yep. He he was uh, pretty quiet last week for his That's standards. why I reckon he'll be up. He will be up and about, I think. Uh, T Pain, do you have the markets up? Oh, for- I will. What do you want to know? Took Miller, 35 plus. 35. Jeez. He is paying $3.25. Yeah. So I reckon the bookies are pretty. They think you know it. He's going to go large-ish. 35 plus and a goal. 40 plus, he's paying eight bucks as well. Yeah. So he doesn't like the 40s, though. I don't reckon he's ever got a 40. No, he has. I've seen him do it. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah, I reckon he might only have one. Yeah. Lots 35. of 38s and 39s, though. Yeah. Plenty of those. He'll be paying about $2.50 for a snag, too, I reckon. So. Well, I'll tell you, mate. If you if you want yeah, to know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm anytime goal scorer for $1.92. Yeah. Tuke Miller, 35 plus, one snag. Yeah, I'll, I'll be getting on that. I will. I don't know if it's the time of year or not, but it's not a very appetising round, is it, by the looks of it? No. A couple of the games. But it could be just that lull in the season where teams are sort of figuring out where they are. But I think Hawks get up. I think they find a bit out of it last week, maybe by 10 points, nothing much in it. No no lock buy? You're going to lock in a buy for that game? What do you I, mean? I'm going to lock in a buy for that game. I'm a buy a draw for that game. Oh God! Sorry. Oh, That's sorry. Right. We're all sitting here scratching heads, going, "What? A draw? A draw for that game? Draw? Yep. After the siren, someone's going to kick it. All right, and they're going to miss. I'll put a tattoo. I'll put a tattoo on it. No, I will. Oh, you The last draw. Another. I said, "Yep, I'll get on it. If it's a draw, I'll get the word draw tattooed on my wherever I want to. Wherever right. I want to. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, I think the Hawks obviously had a a valiant win last week. I think up in the humidity up in Darwin, they might, um, by the end of the last quarter, might fall apart a bit. I'm going to tip the Suns by 18 points. Yeah, I like that. I reckon I'll take Suns by 11. Be a good one. Marination station for you, Corker. Mm-hmm. Smash Davo. Talk mm, to me. Yummy, yummy. Oh, it's always the freaking kangaroos. Yep. Got to love the roos on a Sunday. Sun, early Sunday, Davo. Um, Actually, it's always... It's either Kangaroos or St. Kilda. Yeah, they love that oh, slot. Because no one wants to watch them. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah St. Kilda will romp them, I reckon. Max King will kick eight. <laughs> they won't even be a market for that. No, he'll kick six. I'm going to put I'll, – I'll put money on Max King to kick six. Seven maybe five six bucks girls. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think Saints by 70. Yeah, I'll take Saints 10 goals plus. Saints, yeah, 10 goals plus. Roos will be a lot closer than you think this week. I reckon Saints by two goals. Okay, Mystic Milne or whatever you call yourself. <laughs> right, oh, game of the round. Biggest game of the round, I would, you yes. would think. Definitely be the largest attendance game of the round. Collingwood, Carlton at the G. 320 Sunday. Huge game for both sides, actually. Yep. Yeah, it is. Carlton need to keep winning and so do Collingwood because yep. if we – yeah, if we are bad this week, I think we know where we're really at. Yeah. What are you, four and six? Uh, five and five. Yeah, we're five. Yeah, five and five. Yeah, right. Every yeah, yeah. So, um, should be. This seven. is a team that we need to beat if we actually really want to see progress Correct. within the side. Um, got to take a scalp. Carlton are flying. Uh, they've got injuries and stuff, but I said it early on. I reckon they're the real deal. So, mm. top four. Um, yeah, Carlton paying dollar fifty eight. They're definitely favourites going into this, but I think the Pies can beat them. I yeah, think so yep. too. I think the Pies by... We usually know, play well against them. We do. It's yeah. always a good game usually. Yeah. It's just like Anzac Day. It's the same. We hate each other. Correct. We have to play well and beat this side. If we're not going to play finals or whatever, yep. we've got to beat this mob. 
Um, I'm going to take Pies by 22. I'm going to take Pies in a close one. I'm going to say seven points. Pies by two goals. I'll buy you a slab if you win by 22 points. There's no chance. Um, I think Carlton. Jeez, we just beat Frio, who are your top four pick. I mean, what did we beat them by six goals? Correct. Yeah, fair enough. But I, I do. Ligma. I do. Think, I think Carlton gets up by 15 points. And it's fair enough too. Yep. Righto, last game of the round, and Port are going to absolutely pants oh. Essendon at the Adelaide Oval. You and it's going to be. Money here. Yes. Yeah, launch your money. And value money. too. Dollar yeah. <laughs> 13. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think there's too much really to go into. Money. That. When's Dixon back? He's got to be back soon. Well, I think he may have re-aggravated an injury and then he's just come back. He's just come back and uh, two, isn't he? I think he kicked three goals or something, so he'd surely be close. Oh, you'd just give him... through one game, well, you, If enough. he's playing Sample over there, well, Essendon are about the same, so yeah, you'd just so. Play, him, play him again. Yeah, we're, I, I think we're a massive strife for this game. This could be the biggest blowout for the, for the round. Yeah, Port are an aggressive side. Another one nine, of those teams. Nine that, goals, I think. Another one of those teams that will just put you to the sword if they can, so... Yeah, I'm going to say 10 goals plus Port. Yeah, I'll say I'll tip Port Adelaide by 68 points. Yeah, I'll go Port as well, 55 points. And there's some sad news coming out of Essendon as well. Kyle Langford signed for four years. <laughs> the poor fella. He couldn't get out. No, he's probably on 600K, so he's not that poor, is he? Yeah, he's a pain him that much. What about you, bro? What's your margin? What did you say? Nine, Nine goals. goals. Nine yeah. goals. We're all about the same, yep. around that same that. area. See how close we can get. Yes, and I also have a multi for the round, if if you don't mind me getting that up. Uh, so it's multi for the whole weekend. So once you've won this over the weekend, you can celebrate it on the Monday back at work. Um, Sydney head-to-head first game, pretty stock standard. Giants plus 32.5 at $1.90. I think that's good odds. Melbourne dollar twenty. Doggies at a dollar seven and Port at dollar thirteen. Multi that all up and you'll get four fifty eight. So we'll chuck both those multis on the socials and uh, have a laugh at us when we lose by a leg again. Love it. All right, we'll go to a break and uh, some more sports after this. The French Open has started. Round one's just concluded and oh, you can call it the French Open, you can call it the Roland Garros, you can call it the Cassius Clay, whatever you want to call it. But um, Djokovic is the favourite at $2.70. Um, I know Hicks, he watches a bit of his tennis. Do you reckon he's should be paying better or about right? No, he's probably about right. He's probably got a lot to prove after not being led into Australia for the Australian Open. Um, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder and he wants to win. But there's a little 19-year-old, um, Carlos Alcaraz, who's uh, won in Miami, Barcelona, and Madrid this season. So I think he's paying oh, just 320 or something just after him. It'd be nice yep. to see a 19-year-old win it. Um, and then, obviously, Rafa can't go past him. He loves it there. Um, I think he's won, what is he, won 13? Uh, uh, Roland Garros is, yeah, yeah. He has. yeah sorry. So, and it, who knows, could be his last one. We haven't really had someone like you could say curious, but maybe it's just because we're Australian that he had that little bit of a potential. Someone like Alcaraz, like the last person to come up like that was probably Djokovic himself. Like you have, you've had Andy Murray, you've had Nadal, um, Djokovic, Federer, those blokes, but no one's really pushed those top four players for a long time. Like Sissipas has been close, but he's there's not. Rev. There's a few out there, but it's just I reckon it's time for them to take over. Really, yeah, no, they need to start winning them. 
need someone like the old Joe Wilford Songer or someone like that to come in. Mon actually, he retired actually, so yeah. he played his last game. I think it was today. Yeah, so he yeah. lost. So he's out. He was unreal. Medvedev's out to thirty-one dollars, and I'm not sure if that's injury related or not, but. He's obviously dropped off a bit since his um, Oz Open final loss. Um, but for me, um, Tsitsipas at six bucks is really good value. And I also like Andre Rublev at $26. Don't think you'll win it, but if you've got a few shillings spare, chuck five bucks on it because he's a really good player. Um, yeah, I like it. And there's no money at all over in the ladies. Uh, there's a outright leader is, I'm going to say this wrong, but I don't care. It's Igor Swatek, maybe. Playing a dollar fifty-seven, and the next is Amanda at fifteen dollars, and I reckon we get on Amanda. Yeah, exactly. Back her in. Amanda hug and kiss. <laughs> That's the one. Um, but yeah, since Barty's dropped off there, that the women's has dropped off as well. But what do you think about that Barty? She'll come back. You reckon? Yeah, I think she comes back. She's she's what she's literally the same age as me, twenty-five. She's got plenty of time still, and. Yeah, age on her side that there's a chance that she will come back. There's talks is she could go to the A-League or the WA League or the AFLW. I don't know her skill set in either good of those. Good golfer too. Yeah. So she just does everything. It'd be nice to be good at one sport, let alone five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I completely agree. Is there any tips from you in regards to the French Open? I'm just backing me, mate, Rafa. Yep. I want him to win it. And then if it's his last one, it'd be nice to see him go out on a high. All right, love it from you. Um, now, it's your debut podcast and you've come in and said, bro, I've got a segment here. Let's get into it and we want to hear it. Yeah, I thought I'd bring something to the table and get the viewers up. Um, I think they're already excited. haven't even heard what it is. But um, <laughs> we're going to go with, it's going to be called Bring the Heat. It's about getting a bit of a heated discussion. We all love our banter. We all love conversations. We all love getting into the nitty-gritty of it. So we'll just start off. We'll get two of the uh, panel members here. We might get Jack, Corey. Just have a bit of a discussion. Um, we'll go, Jack, you are a night grand final man, AFL. Yeah. And Corey, you're a traditionalist. You want a day grand final, 2.30 start. So we'll start with you, Jack. We'll give you 30 seconds to plead your case of a, why it should be a night grand final. Yep, I've had heaps of time to prepare for this, so I'm going to nail it. All right, so basically um, night grand final, it's the new age of it. You look at the Super Bowl. That's at night time. You can have a proper halftime show when it's dark. Um, you know, you can have proper bands and stuff like that play in there. The atmosphere is a lot better when it's lights with the light show. Um, another thing that is Western Australian time, they're three hours behind. If you've got the grand final at 2.30, they're, they're watching it at 11.30. So you've got to think about the whole country and an entertainment business. Well done. <laughs> that was good right off the bat. Uh, Corker? Jesus. This Tradition. is going to be tough. Yeah, so I'm I am a traditionalist. I love the the day grand final just purely because obviously you can have beers and you can go do whatever you want. You got the night free, uh, late night because majority of the supporters are you would say Victorian and are over here. Um, the kids are up too late. I don't know. I feel like you you have the grand final in the day. And you have like you, know, <laughs> you just put me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just a traditionalist. <laughs> so I don't know. Liam and Hixie, oh. you can comment on this and don't think of your own biased opinion towards it. Which argument sounded better, I guess? Well, I like the uh, night because you look at the Super Bowl, like you said, and it'd just be such a good atmosphere. Going to the game would be unreal, just builds it. It is a long day, but it just means you can fit more beers in. 
Yeah, and look, you said to not to add your bias into this, and I am a traditionalist, but Corey, you butchered that. I and did. I'm going to have to yeah, go. Brofs was elite compared to yeah. yours. <laughs> yeah, I butchered it. But yeah, I don't mind the I don't mind the the points you brought up about the WA and everything like that. You know? I, personally, because it was just for argument's sake, I don't think it should be a night grand final. I, I'm not opposed to a twilight grand final because it's it still has that traditional where it's daytime during the day. You can bring WA in, and then. By the time it gets nighttime at halftime, you can potentially have, you know, your um, halftime shows or whatever you want to call it. But the AFL has got to spruce it up a bit, keep up with the times, I reckon. I do. I We love it from our point of view, though, because you don't want to be sinking cans at 10 in the morning and then the footy's not on until night. So, um, no, thanks for going up. Yeah, no, thanks for flogging me. <laughs> no, that was a little taster. And we might, we might put it out on the socials so we can get a few topics and uh, questions to bring into the uh, Bring the Heat. But that was just a little taste of what's to come, so get excited for it. Love it, boys. Um, anyone else want to bring the heat on anything, or should we go straight into the votes? Yep, we'll go straight into the votes by the sounds of it. No worries. All right, let's do it. Shut up, Corey. Right, we'll get into some votes. Just me and Hixie this week. The other boys have peeled off on Monday, so not going to double up on votes. Uh, we'll start with the MVP, as we traditionally do on this show, Ben. Just... So you can follow suit, mate. Most valuable. And people. it's one, two, three, not three, two, three, one. Three, two, one. Jeez, we were in strife early days. Still are a bit, but that's all right. Righto, one vote, uh, MVP, uh, Hawthorne. Um, good win on the weekend against Brizzy. Um, holds them in good stead. I think they were dropping off a little bit as well, as we sort of alluded to on the last few potties. Um, two votes to the Pies. Oh, I thought it was going to be an absolute slaughterhouse in that game. And as soon as the rain came down, the heavens opened up for the Pies. So it was very nice. And three to Justin Thomas, who won the PGA Championship. So very hard to win that on the Sunday. I was watching some old classic videos of Sundays at on um, at the PGA Championship. And some of the blokes that lay the ball up and the ball almost stops like, you know, five feet from the hole, nice putt, and just roll straight off into the into the rough. So he had an awesome last day. Did you see the highlights for it? I did, yeah. He, he was awesome. He was on fire. So good on him. Yeah, my MVPs. Um, Inaugural too, by the way. Yeah. Mm. So one vote. I've gone for Clayton Oliver. I uh, just keeps racking him up. He had 43 on the weekend, and he's averaging 34 for the season. Rootness shout out, yeah. big time. <laughs> Come on the potty, mate. Get your free hat. Oh, yeah, bulk. Uh, two votes is Killian Mbappe. That's how you say it. Mbappe. Three years, 100 mil a year, and a $300 million sign-on fee. Bloody hell, should have been into Wog Ball. <laughs> and three votes have gone for the hot pies, of course. Mm-hmm. Go pies. Yeah. All right, I- Move on into the frauds. Got a couple sitting here next to me. One vote, bam, out of bio. Warranted. Oh, wear it like a badge, mate, you crap. <laughs> <laughs> Two votes, Dons. Keep on the L train. Love them there. Stay there. Jesus, podcast is a diversified from supporters. <laughs> no bias at all. <laughs> Three votes to the US government and their crap gun laws. That is just porridge all over the news that we see time after time. Shocking. Yeah. And you know what? We'll probably see it another 10 times after this. Oh, absolutely. It happens all the time over there. They have, I think Chicago has on average more than one murder a day. Jeez. They have something like 420 murders a year or something like that. That's hectic. Yeah, that <laughs> is. Thanks for bringing the mood down the pod. Yeah, lol. All right, my frauds. One vote, AFL at. Just shit house. <laughs> <laughs> He's climbing the leaderboard. 
two votes to Sam Switkowski, Mike Wazowski, however you say it, <laughs> for his chicken wing tackle on my boy Guinness. Yeah, that was rubbish, uh, He only actually. got two weeks, but he should have got the lot, your dog. <laughs> Throw the book at him. <laughs> and three votes to the AFL Umpires Association for their soft free kicks that have been given out and dangerous tackles that aren't dangerous tackles. And on the weekend, Lockie Neal just gave a stiff arm to, I think it was Jai Newcomb, free kick. It was just a pat on the chest. Away, yeah. The thing is, John, you can did it straight back to him. Isn't wouldn't that be a reversal? Surely, if they you call the first, so. one. if they call the first Surely. one, he gives one back. It should be a reversal. They're, it's soft. They're climbing up the leaderboard. AFL up. Where's the consistency? Or AFL in general. Consistency. I love it. All right, boys. We t- are we ready for the quiz? Yeah, we are. I've been studying very hard for this. I've had I've won five of seven, so I thought I'll give you boys a go. Hopefully, Hicks, you can get the chockies and Corey goes home losing on the last question. <laughs> so, without further ado, Bruce Buffer, bring it in. It's time! All right. Quiz time. Let's start it off straight away, straight into it. What's the rules? One point per question. There's a couple of... There's a multiple choice in here, and the last question is going to be a 3-2-1 like we did last week for those that listened. So you'll get three points for, if you get it right from the first uh, couple of giveaways. Trendsetter. I liked it. Trendsetter. I liked it. Cool. Cool, <laughs> man. Name is your buzzer. Have you changed my buzzer from Cody yet? <laughs> no, yours is still no. <laughs> All right. Bronson. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shit. All right. Question one. Who was the first team out of Victoria to win the AFL Premiership? Liam. Corey just got you. Was it Melbourne? Excuse me. <laughs> no. Say that again. Excuse me. Can I, can I give You've missed something here, like, mate. Can I give minus one for that? Yeah, that should no. be a minus oh, one, I think. I ben. Is it Adelaide? Incorrect. Oh. West Coast? Correct. Sorry, I thought you said inside Victoria. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy sucks. Yeah, my bad. I can't wait to get a button to press well, normal for that. Oh God. All right. Question two. One zero zero Lamb's way. Michael Jordan has worn three numbers over his NBA career. 23, 45, and? Oh, it's a good one. Ben, I'm just going to stab. 14. Incorrect. Do we want to go closest to the pin? Because I've got no idea. Corey. Was it 21? Incorrect. 37. Incorrect. We'll go closest to the pin. Hicksy gets it. It was 12. Not bad. Uh, I knew that too. For the match on February 14th in 1990, he wore number 12 as his number 23 jumper had been stolen. That's right. Question number three. The New Zealand men's basketball team has which nickname? Liam. Corey. Liam in first. New Zealand Breakers? Incorrect. That is their NBL team. What did you say? Their, their men's national basketball team. Oh, okay. Yeah, no idea. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, Corey. Um, the Liebirds. No. No. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's stab in the dark. You're not going to lose anything. Got- I don't know it, Ben. I don't know it, but it's got something to do with their height, doesn't it? I can't say it. I yeah, can't no, say- I'm just. Liam, is it the All Blacks? 
Ben, the tall blacks. Correct. Hicksy, oh, correct. I knew it was something like that. Correct. <coughs> one, one, zero. Two, one, zero. Hicksy's Two, one, zero. Sorry. Zap early. Deal this off me. Shit quick. Question. This is a great quiz. <laughs> Question number four. The Ashes teams from England and Australia compete for the right to hold the trophy containing Ashes. Go on. Go on. The bales of the stumps. Correct. To finish the question, it was, what are the ashes inside the trophy? And it says, a burnt cricket bale. So, well done. He's off the board. Question number five, closest to the pin. How many dimples are there on an average golf ball? Liam. 350. Corey, 212. Ben, 100. Liam is closest. It is 336. Yeah, I reckon I saw this just the other day on Instagram or something like that. Yeah. That's a, that's you wouldn't think so. It looks like there's be about 80 or something. Yeah. It doesn't. Can we, uh, can we get a recount? 212. (laughs) Of the dimples. (laughs) 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 All right. Question six. You'll get half a point for each answer you get correct on this. Name the four big sporting teams in Detroit. Liam. The Lions, the Pistons. I don't know their NHL side. I know they'd have an NHL side. Um, Lions, Pistons. No, that's all I got. All right, you get one point for that. Anyone else want to chime in for the other two? No. No, I've got no idea. Who are they? Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers are their baseball baseball. team. All right. (laughs) 3-1-2. All right, let me just pull up this other question as I had to grab it earlier. Oh, God. So question number seven. Kevin De Bruyne scored four goals in Manchester City's 5-1 win over the Wolves this week. This is multiple choice. De Bruyne has scored 57 goals in the Premier League. What is remarkable about his goals? Is it A, the majority of them, including three against the Wolves, were with his weaker foot? B, City have won every league game in which he has scored? C, none of them have been headers, or D, he's now the top-scoring midfielder in the Premier League history. Corey, C. Correct. It is. None of them have been headers, which is quite it. interesting. I'll take it. Did you even listen to him, or did you just go, nah, just, just take a step? Nah, just and it's usually C. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> C, B, C, D, A. Yeah. yeah. A, C, D, C. <laughs> All righty. Question. So what's that? Three, two, two. Three, two, two. Question number eight. Who won the 2018 Brownlow medal? Liam. Dusty. Incorrect. Corey. Was it five? Incorrect. Ben, was it Tom Mitchell? Correct. Is that 422? 332. 332. All right, two questions left. What is the oldest and richest short distance running race called? Ben. Store gift. Correct. And Ooh. for a bonus point, who won it this year? Ben, Kathy Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Anyone else want to chime in? It's a very hard one. I had no, no idea who no it was. Idea. It was Harrison Kerr. He ran 11.84 oh, seconds. Yeah, Kerr. From yeah, a 9.25-meter yeah. oh, start. He's quick. <laughs> All right. Final question. 432. 432. Who's on top? You. You're in second. Correct. So you can you can still win it. Yeah, thanks. I oh, know. I've been here before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who am I? 
Born on the 2nd of May, 1990 in California, I am 203 centimetres and was taken with the number 10 pick in the 2010 NBA draft. It's a free stab. What pick? Number 10. Number 10. Sorry, can you read it again, please? Born on the 2nd of May, 1990 in California, I am 203 centimetres, which is not shocking for a basketballer, and was taken with the number 10 pick in the 2010 NBA draft. Harrison Barnes? Incorrect. Um, Clay Thompson. Incorrect. No good. Uh, ben, who still plays basketball? <laughs> um, Draymond Green. Incorrect. For two points. I started my career at an Eastern Conference team and have played for three teams and being an All-Star seven times. I also won a gold medal in Rio de Janeiro in 2016 with Team USA. Eastern Conference, the seven-time All-Star. Played for three teams. Played for three teams. No. Ben Russell Westbrook. Incorrect, but I like it. Not a bad guess. Corey. James Harden. Incorrect. Uh, I was going to say Kyrie, but he was number one pick. Um, 2010. Fuck, that's going back. Um, I don't even know who was drafted. No, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Go on, move one on. point question. I'm still playing. I have wore the numbers 24 and 13. I've played for the Liam. Pacers. Paul George. Correct. Super quiz. Ring a ding ding. We'll be back after this. I've got to come up with a question now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the decider. Make sure your kids are tucked in and you kiss your nan goodnight. Let's go. You boys ready? Just ask the question. Yeah, hurry up. Name's your buzzer. 2007 AFL Grand Final. Geelong beat Port Adelaide by how much? Ben, 114 points. Liam, uh, 109 points. Hicksy's closest is 119. Well done. Let's go. Winner on debut. Liam's lost his touch. He's going to be back on the quiz next week. Buy a shirt for 40 bucks. Probably need to ask the questions because you was crap. Uh, Uh, On board, Corker? Shit quiz again. Yeah, again. Another shit quiz by bro. Great quiz. Well done, Jack. It's a a funny trend the blokes that lose get up about me. So, now we'll be back next week. Like I said, buy a shirt. Um. Follow us, give us a like, share, subscribe, like for a rate, all of the above. So thanks for tuning in.